In the mechanical and analog recording and reproduction of sound, the vibration waveforms recorded as a physical deviation of a spiral groove impressed into the surface of a rotating cylinder or disc called a record. To create the sound, the surface is similarly rotated while a playback stylus traces the groove and is therefore vibrated by it, very faintly reproducing the record sound. In early acoustic phonographs, the stylus vibrated a diaphragm which produced sound waves which were coupled to the open air through a flaring horn or directly to the listener's ear through a stethoscope-style earphones. But what about the needle man? The stylus or needle will continue to be the subject of much debate. Let the opinions begin. Welcome to Dead Wax 78's. I'm your host, Sean, and this is the podcast where we're going to talk about, you know, phonograph stuff and little bits and pieces and lost music. Today's episode... Needles in a haystack of needles. A stylus, or plural styli, or styluses, or maybe we just say needles. Antique phonograph needles come in many types and sizes and can be considered the secret weapon to making lovely music on our treasured players. Which specific ones you choose can depend on the period that your phonograph was made in, the type that it is, but their low cost makes them a must-have for routine maintenance and peace of mind. Along with the phonograph machines themselves, so many of these late 19th century and early 20th century manufacturers released their own line of phonograph needles and other accessories, of course. Well, it might seem like an appealing idea from a stylistic point of view to try to find the needles from your phonograph manufacturer's own stock. It's not really necessary. Almost every type of phonograph can take the same kind of needle, except the likes of Edison Diamond Discs and Pathé Sapphire. That being said, some of our more popular manufacturers created their own needles which you may be able to find genuine boxes of them online to collect. Here's part one. W.C. Handy, The Memphis Blues, first recorded on Victor, 1914.
Finding the right needle for your antique phonograph is an important part of keeping both your player and your vintage records in tip-top shape. There's no point, haha, in cutting corners with these prize machines as something as simple as a dull needle can ruin one of your old records forever. Now, of all the parts you can't find on the internet, needles are not one of them. There are numerous sites and adverts for steel needles, so let's just start here. Steel needles were used on the wind-up phonographs we know, as well as some of the early electrical ones. There are four types. The first being soft tone, used to mute the sound for a softer, quieter tone. For manual players, they didn't have a volume control, and it makes it simple thing to control the volume of the music. The soft tone will also help to mask the buzzing that can happen with scratch records. Next, we have the medium tone. They're exactly like they're described, and they create a sound that is in between the soft and the loud we're going to get to. Considered the nicest standard needle for acoustic recordings pre-1926-ish and electrically recorded discs. There's a variation called spear point, and I'll lump them in here with the medium tones. They almost look like a fountain pen nib with the same thickness uh, as the loud uh, with a flattened center. Now we get to the loud tone needles. Using these antique phonograph needles allows you to hear louder versions of the music. And they work best on records made prior to the 1926 acoustic recordings. The only difference between these needles are their thickness, diameter, of the needle's shank. The thicker the needle, the more vibration is transferred from the record to the sound box, and thus the greater the volume. Now, Victor manufactured and marketed their own needles as this was a very lucrative business. Now, this is important since you're often working with one-of-a-kind machines and records. You must change the needle after every play. This will keep it from damaging the record with a dull needle, as steel needles aren't built to be particularly long-lasting. Also, since the needles aren't expensive, it should be easy to keep a ton of them on hand. Here's part two, Clarence Williams, Baby Won't You Please Come Home, written in 1919.
So in 1924, Victor introduced the tungstone, a multiple plane needle. You guessed it, it had a tungsten tipped needle. Now, from my reading, and I've never actually tried one of these, tungstones are marketed as a semi-permanent needle. Some people swear by them and some people swear at them. Apparently, they are very easy to bend, but are hard to find. Mainly used for electrical recorded discs and are used until the tip is worn out. According to the Victor's advertising, they could last up to 200 plays. This is mostly like advertising hype. In most cases, from what I read, you get about 50 to 60 plays per needle was all that could be achieved. These products consisted of a brass or steel shank with a small point protruding on the end. This point is made of a tungsten alloy, which is much softer than the grooves of the record. A tungstone needle may be used to play stacks of records until it ceases working, at which time it is worn out and will no longer be visible as a small protrusion at the end of the shank. If you find a tungstone needle, rub your finger along the smaller end and you'll be able to feel the point protruding out of the shank. If it doesn't protrude very much and then it's totally smooth, then the tungsten element has probably been worn away. Then the needle must be tossed out. Now, not so much a needle, but the Edison Diamond Disc System had both advantages and disadvantages. One big advantage is that once you have a new needle or diamond installed, you're not ever likely to have to replace it again. With an Edison diamond disc record, if you try to play them on a conventional phonograph, they will not only sound very bad, but you'll ruin the record. Another unique feature of the Edison diamond disc system, the tone arm is geared and actually tracks across the record on its own without depending on the side cut of the record grooves to move up, move it along. The record grooves are all equally spaced and vary only with their depth, hence the name vertical cut. And you also hear them called hill and dale. As far as disadvantages, the single most obvious one is that Edison diamond disc players play only Edison diamond disc records. Here's part three. Ada Jones and Billy Murray, Shine on Harvest Moon, Edison Cylinder, 1909. Golden spoon 
me and my gal. You know, honey, I just love you. No, I don't call that loving, keeping me out here in the dark. I was afraid. Well, you better embrace these golden opportunities, cause the atmosphere will soon be very chilly. I never thought of that. Oh, please, Mr. Moon, come out and shine, cause you know that no time, ain't no time to stay. I'll go Now, the vertically cut Pathé discs normally required a special Pathé phonograph equipped with a sapphire ball stylus. The advantage of the sapphire ball stylus was its permanence. There was no need to change the needle after every record side. There are newly made styluses that look identical to the old ones, but some of them are made with glass balls and some claim to be made with sapphires. The problem is that there's no way to distinguish them visually as a glass ball or a sapphire ball, as far as I'm aware. The only recommended two types of styluses are the ones that actually have the name Path A marked on the shank and the ones with the colored balls, usually red or blue. These usually are genuine old stock but they need to be inspected under magnification for chips deformations on the sapphire. Again, the disadvantage is playing only the vertically cut Pathé discs. Now, we're finally moving into the wooden, thorn, or fiber needles. It's a term applied to the non-metallic or non-steel gramophone needles. Thorn needles are round in section like a steel needle, the fiber needles can be resharpened several times, whereas steel needles cannot. Fiber needles are used to reduce surface noise and wear when played. Now, according to Andy Briggs of the Burmese Colored Needles, which were marketed internationally from 1929 until the introduction of microgroove discs, which displaced the 7.8 RPM record, they have a reputation as one of the finest gramophone needles ever made. Apparently, they sound superb and cannot harm records with normal use. Now, Burmese colored needles are still produced using period equipment and in strict accordance with the original patent of Captain Ramsey, the inventor and founder of the Burmese Colored Needle Company of Grahamstown, South Africa. But now Andy Briggs, having rescued the company, continues to make colorful, uh, repointable needles in the UK. Now he's still making perfect needles from spines harvested many decades ago. The one possible concern is usually humidity. Uh, you may find it beneficial to keep them in an airtight container with a desiccant like a silica gel. And, and using a standard sharpener and repeatedly sharpening, you can safely say that it's possible to obtain over a hundred sharpenings with each thorn needle. Fiber needles are used by collectors usually on special records to further reduce any chance of wear. Now, uh, I only know of the one, you know, fiber needle that I was reading about, which is 
the Burmese colored needles, but I'm sure there's lots of other suppliers out there. Now, here's part four, Path A demonstration record, 1914. Now, Path A is also rotated at 90 RPM. Whenever a 78 is played many times, wear occurs to the record. But don't get paranoid. 78s were designed to be played with steel needles and have been played with them for generations. Just change the needle after each record side. The wear is designed to occur in the needle and not the record. One side at a time. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening. It's a controversial subject. Feel free to send me your comments. No problem. There's a myriad of things you can read on the internet about needle selection and needle types. This is just a taste. This has been Deadwax78s. I'm your host, Sean, and I'll catch you on the flip side.